770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. The time right now is 2.34, and you are listening to the News Talk Giant of North Alabama, Phil Williams, here hosting Right Side Radio from 2 to 5 every day, and we're glad you're with us, where we like to say that we are solid, conservative, and just plain right. Hey, listen, before we go any further, i got to tell you about my friends at Otter Creek Farm. You're probably hearing their ads run if you're listening to the show. Well, I'm going to talk about them, too, because I know this place. I know these folks. Uh, the, the the guys and, and the, the family that owns Otter Creek Farm, they're they're good friends of mine. And, and my wife and I have been out there to have dinner most recently. They've got a thing going right now. Aside from the wing shooting and the wedding venue and the beautiful manicured lawns and, and, and the grounds and, and all of that, they've got a culinary team that is unbelievable, and they're doing a summer dinner series on Thursdays, five-course meal with wine pairing for each course, and they come out and explain it to you and, and set it all out there. You talk about an evening. I mean, I'm not that sophisticated, y'all, but a five-course meal with wine pairings made me feel like a king, and it all happened at Otter Creek Farm. OtterCreekFarmstead.com. Check them out. Well, we just had Copper's Corner. Uh, Copper, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say we're doing that again, all right? <laughs> that, that just... You, you, th- no audition, no further audition necessary. I'm in. All, All we right. got to do is find you a theme song or something. We got to, you know, we got to, we got to have like the horns blowing or something <laughs> when you start. Sounds good. Charlene just texted me just so you know, and, and, and just said, Copper did great, exclamation Aww. points. So, Thank you. Well, good on you. Your points are well taken. And I, I want to dissect those with you a little bit, but I'm seeing right now too, we've got Roselle calling in from Harvest and maybe even have a Copper corner comment. So, um, uh, Rose Ellen from Harvest. This is Phil Williams on Right Side Radio. Uh, what are your thoughts on Copper's Corner? I say kudos to Copper. She did a wonderful job. Well, I agree. What do you think, Rose Ellen? We ought to re- re- repeat that one, don't you think? Yes, I do. And I have well, been wondering what I, as an individual, can do to change the direction of the company instead of just getting angry. Well, getting angry is certainly easy, but uh, but yeah, yes. I think I think Copper's points are well taken that that we we have to be able to put those things into action, uh, and it's it's more than just uh, the ideological framework. We have to have something to actually do, and um, yeah, and but I, what I enjoyed too, Roselle, was the fact that you know Copper's of a generation that sometimes you know me being an older folk, uh, I can worry about them, and it's refreshing also to hear her and you know my own son and daughter who are of that same age group say the things she just said. I agree with you. I'm of the older generation also. And, you know, the millennials, you just sort of say, well, they're just clueless. You know, they don't yeah. know what's going on. Yep. But they're not all certainly an- does. She seems very grounded. I, I agree. They're not all Antifa activists, are they? Well, <laughs> hey, Roselle, thanks for the call very much. So, uh, Copper, um, you, uh, you put those thoughts uh, in, in a well-ordered format. And um, just, just saying... Uh, I, I agree with that. How do you how do you perceive in in your in your age demographic right now, uh, being in your uh, mid to upper twenties? Uh, are you in the minority, feeling the way you do in conservatism in your age, or are you is it even keeled? What's your perspective on that? It's easy to feel like I'm in the minority. The school I went to certainly was very liberal, and average people I meet tend to be more liberal, but. Then all the girls my age at my church, they're definitely more conservative. I think it's just harder to find them because we're taught that our opinion doesn't matter, and so we're quieter. Well, your opinion does matter, and uh, we're going to hear a lot more about it. So 
uh, you keep it coming. Uh, we're going to make that a, a segment that we do every week, all right? Awesome. Thanks. Well, thank you. Well, listen, I'm going to unpack some other things here. Uh, I got I to gotta get off on a tangent. I'm going to spend some time right now. Have you guys seen what happened with Black Lives Matter uh, just in the last 24 hours? I mean, okay, there's always something in the news about Black Lives Matter, uh, an organization that, um, you know, by its very name, you would think, okay, they can't be that bad, and yet they have, they have Marxist roots, and they, and they literally uh, advocate, you know, the overthrowing of what we consider to be modern society, um, democracy. Uh, they, they promote standards like critical race theory and other things. And, and, and literally they will, um, they will challenge you if you dare to say things like all lives matter, which by the way is scriptural, you know, for God so loved the world, not just so God so loved one age or, or, or racial demographic. Uh, and, and so I would say they're an organization that I find, uh, um, a bit distasteful more often than not. But then they went way too far in the last 24 hours. So if you haven't seen it, let me just, I'm just going to read to you Black Lives Matter as the national organization, what they posted on their Instagram account. And by the way, I went to it right before the show. They are apparently riding this thing out because it is still up, despite the fact that the usual backlash and outrage is there. Listen to this. With regards to Cuba, here it is. Quote, Black Lives Matter condemns the U.S. federal government's inhumane treatment of Cubans and urges it to immediately lift the economic embargo. This cruel and inhumane policy instituted with the explicit intention of destabilizing the country and undermining Cubans' right to choose their own government. Are you kidding me with that, first of all? It's a communist government. The people are marching in the streets because they're not allowed to choose. All right, I continue. Since 1962, the United States has forced pain and suffering on the people of Cuba by cutting off food, medicine, and supplies, costing the tiny island nation an estimated $130 billion. Are you kidding me with this? Do you recognize that that's where the Soviet Union was trying to put missiles that could take out the entire Western Hemisphere? But that's okay. I digress. Continuing, I quote, Without that money, it is harder for Cuba to acquire medical equipment needed to develop its own COVID-19 vaccines and equipment for food production. This comes in spite of the country's strong medical care and history of lending doctors and nurses to disasters around the world. Are you kidding me with that? They have socialized medicine. Medical care is at third world levels in many parts of Cuba. In the very idea that they're loaning their doctors to the rest of the world, have they not seen the mercy ships that we sail to the far edges of the earth to, to literally apply medical care in 21st century standards to the far reaches of the world? Okay, I digress. The quote continues, quote, the people of Cuba are being punished by the U.S. government because the country has maintained its commitment to sovereignty and self-determination. No, because they've maintained their commitment to communism. 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 But I digress. Let me continue the quote. United States leaders have tried to crush this revolution for decades. Well, I agree with that. Instead of international amity, that means like friendship and partnership and anyway, Respect and goodwill, the U.S. government has only instigated suffering for the country's 11 million people, of which 4 million are black and brown. Okay, so, so they finally get to it. They, they actually care, uh, they say, about the black and brown people uh, in Cuba as opposed to all Cubans. Cuba has historically demonstrated solidarity with oppressed peoples of African descent from protecting black revolutionaries like Asada Shakur. I'm coming back to that, by the way. 
protecting black revolutionaries like Asada Shakur through granting her asylum to supporting black liberation struggles in Angola, Mozambique, Guinea-Bissau, and South Africa. All right, that is Black Lives Matter's national public statement on the positions they take regarding Cuba, where the people of Cuba are marching in the streets asking for freedom crying out for what they say libertad which means in spanish liberty they are looking for the opportunity to be a free people because they've been living under a tyrannical oppressive regime people disappear in cuba and are never heard from again communism socialism fails this is the nation the cuban island nation where the soviet union was their biggest benefactor until the soviet union fell and the soviet union kept them propped up for so long and then on top of that the cuban missile crisis occurred and it was, it, was, it was literally the edge of disaster. And it was because of a communist regime that literally was attempting to put itself in a position to have the capability, along with its Soviet Union counterparts, to wipe out the United States. But the thing that also got me in that was the very idea that they would have this whole revisionist historical aspect related to Asada Shakur. Copper, you ever heard of Asada Shakur? Afraid not. Yeah, well, um, this one this one's gonna boggle your mind. All right, so Asada Shakur is currently on the FBI's ten most wanted list. There's a two million dollar reward for her return from her quote unquote asylum in, in Cuba. She is a convicted murderer who murdered a state trooper on the New Jersey Turnpike. Uh, on top of that, from 1971 to 1973, she had a rap sheet that was as long as your arm. Everything from robbery to uh, uh, bank robbery to armed robbery to assault to attempted murder to conspiracy to attempt murder, and then, oh, by the way, actually convicted of murder. Sure, her real name was Joanne Chesimard, and she was convicted of being an accomplice in the 1973 slaying of New Jersey State Trooper Werner Forster, who left behind a wife and three-year-old son. She later escaped prison and fled to Cuba, where former Cuban Prime Minister Fidel Castro granted her asylum. She was a member of what was then known as the Black Liberation Army, which the FBI described as one of the most violent militant organizations of the 1970s. Shakur is now 73. She's never been apprehended since her 1979 prison escape. She's the first woman the FBI has ever listed on its top list of terrorists. And the million-dollar reward is out for her name still ex in existence right now. And, and she's literally been living in Cuba, walking around free, and, and, and all this time, and this is what Black Lives Matter is claiming to be, a mere revolutionary, being welcomed and, and, and sheltered by the Cuban government. Well, I got news. There's a whole other side to that story. And Asada Shakur is a terrorist and a murderer. And there's a family out there that lost his dad. And, uh, and the very idea that we're going to go ahead and prop up the Cuban regime, no, that ain't going to happen. I mean, it, it, right now, what we're seeing too is a, is a pretty, a pretty damning situation. So, I, if you heard my monologue earlier, I quoted. I didn't just make these quotes. I, I quoted the Biden administration's statements from the Department of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas, who said, "If you enter the waters, you will not come to the United States," meaning. They will not accept refugees from Cuba right now. But if you look at our southern border, porous like a sieve, 
you could just run a truck through the places on the southern border, and yet they're pouring across. And allegedly it's because they're fleeing oppression. And allegedly it's because they're fleeing uh, you know, regimes that uh, keep them down and, and they want a better life, and yet Cubans, with whom we identify quite well, by the way, we have a strong Cuban community, especially in South Florida. And, and, and so the whole notion that you can say something on the southern border and say something different off our Florida coast is amazing to me. But when you look at what Black Lives Matter just said, it's the attempt by one of the most liberal and radical organizations in the United States to revise the facts. And it's like what was said the other day when Secretary of State John Merrill was on the show. He said liberals are allowed to have their opinion. It's a free country. They're not allowed to have their facts. So all said and done, y'all, Black Lives Matter has got this one wrong. They're portraying some kind of supposed values, but what they're really doing is supporting oppression in Cuba. And, and the idea that the communist regime in Cuba is literally um, beating its people in the streets for protesting and calling out for liberty is in some way a regime that we need to prop up and support. Well, guess what the Biden administration just said? The peaceful protesters and the government is assisting them and allowing them the opportunity to peacefully protest. No, they're not. People are disappearing. Protesters are being killed. They're being beaten. Watch the news and don't be satisfied with the mainstream media's view. Go dig a little deeper and you will be amazed at what you find out. Cuba is a mess right now. And it's something that is literally 70 miles off of our coast. And the very idea that we're going to watch it happen and send these mixed messages was like I said in my monologue, words matter. Black lives matter. Your words matter. Black lives matter. And in this case, I think we need to get back to the fact that all lives matter to include those in Cuba who want freedom. Well, listen, cue it up, Copper. We're going we're gonna to wind up having uh, an amazing show for you. So much more to come. I'm just telling you right now, there is, there is stuff on the plate. I don't know if I can get to all of the paper. I've got all the paper right here. I've been doing the research. We're going to talk about immigration. We're going to talk about education. And then we're going to have at 4 o'clock what I'm really excited about, too. We're going to assemble the Grand Council. Myself, Dale Jackson and our fellow radio show host from South Alabama, Jeff Poor, are going to get on and ping each other with questions and see how it goes. The Grand Council. We might need a sound effect for that too, Copper. Listen, Phil Williams, 92.5 FM, 770 AM. The time right now is 2.49. You're going to want to stay tuned for what comes next. We'll be right back. Seven seventy AM, ninety-two point five FM News Talk WVNN, the News Talk Giant of North Alabama. Hey, listen, before we go any further, I got to tell you guys about my friends at eTaxBreaks.com. That's eTaxBreaks.com. I mean, you may be a business that chose to keep your people in place during the pandemic, despite it, the fact that it may have been hard. You may be some business that that hired folks, or or for that matter, just placed your business into a geographic location that 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 qualifies you for tax credits, and you didn't even know it. All said and done, there are any number of tax credits and incentives and, and literal cash money grants 
available to businesses through government programs all over the nation and through the federal government that you don't even know exist potentially. They're just waiting on you to figure it out. Well, how do you figure it out? Well, you go to my friends at etaxbreaks.com. They've got it going on with 23 years of experience. I know them personally. They know what they're doing. They found over $2 billion for their clients so far this year, and they only get paid if they find you money. I've seen them wipe out a company's whole tax liability. etaxbreaks.com forward slash right side. Make sure you put that forward slash on there. etaxbreaks.com forward slash right side. They'll square you away. Hey, listen, right before the break, we were talking about the Biden administration's strange um, incompatibility with uh, the, you know, the, the, the immigration status of people that we tend to lean into as, you know, we identify with. Right now, it's, it's, it's literally right off our southern border of Florida is Cuba, where they're riding in the streets, calling out for liberty, asking for the overthrow of a communism that's been oppressing them for years. And, and, and yet the Biden administration's uh, Department of Homeland Security has said, do not come here. You will not come to America. Well, right now, so again, you know, some of my best news sources come from my wife, who is more politically savvy than me. She just texted me an article, Copper, uh, off the Daily Wire, Florida boat owners are running supplies to Cuban protesters right now. Hmm. Literally, Florida residents, it says, are using their own boats to attempt food and supply runs to aid pro-democracy protesters in Cuba. And it says that a large group of boaters even left Monday for the island packed with food, water, and medicine, according to one of the CBS affiliates down in Miami. Uh, One guy is quoted as saying, we're just bringing supplies. They're trying to create a group to take on water, food, and medicine, whatever we can to take to Cuba. We're just waiting for the approval so we can go in there and give it to them. Uh, that's that's amazing, and and that's that's private citizens saying oh. if the government won't support them, we will. So I, I mean, very cool. But I also mentioned, um, you know, we've got here we are hearing that the Biden administration is saying you will not come to America, despite the fact that it's obvious you're being oppressed, and yet you know some of the Biden base, uh, Black Lives Matter for one, came out today and attacked the United States of all. Uh, and, and claiming that everything bad in the United or in Cuba is because of the United States. Well, of course they feel that way. Of course they do. And they even went on to step into it a little bit deeper by saying, and, and they've even been giving shelter to good revolutionaries like Asada Shakur, who, by the way, is a convicted murderer and listed as a domestic terrorist and is on the FBI's 10 most wanted list. And there's a multi-million dollar reward out for her return from asylum by the communists in Cuba. Huh. All right, that's where we're at. Now, I'm going to be spending a lot of time in the next half hour digging in a little deeper on on immigration as a whole. But I want to bring it home, all right? It's easy it's easy for us to look get the sound bites off of say Fox News or, you know, CNN or one of the other major networks and talk about it from a national perspective, but I'm going to wind up weeding it down a bit and all the way back to Alabama. How does it impact us? I, I I literally was in the state Senate when we dealt with immigration status as a bill. It was HB 56, House Bill 56, and I'm going to go into that in great detail. But it's amazing to me that as we watch all this happening right now that what goes around seems to come back around. And, and, and it's not like this doesn't happen before. Oh, wait, who was vice president when it was really bad? Oh, that's right, the guy who's president now. And so Joe Biden presided at one point over one of the worst episodes of illegal immigration and the fights that were going on with states trying to assert their rights. Mm, He's back. 
reckon why the border is going like it is. Maybe because the same guy's in charge. And we're going to unpack that in a lot more detail. There, there's so much There's so much there. I'm not sure I can even get to it all. Copper, when we get back to it, I don't want to hear your thoughts on it. You know, how do you, how do you see immigration status? I'm gratified to see they're finally making a plan for our friends in Afghanistan. But there's so much more to do. And our national security is at stake. And they're also bringing illegal immigrants all over the nation without telling us where they're going. It's, it's a debacle is what it is. And it does impact Alabama. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. We'll be right back after the break. VNN Athens, WVNN FM, Trinity, a cumulus station.